Bacon, 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 ooh, bacon, 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 ooh. Why didn't you just say, hey, ladies, it's time for bacon sale. They should have said bacon, bacon, bacon sale. Joel, that was my that was my second take. <laughs> Little does anyone know because Third I cut take. it. I know. I think we should have used the original when you just started singing Justin Bieber. <laughs> I got really excited. <laughs> that was a lot of fun, I thought. But I should have got your input for I, the perfect Justin Bieber intro, I guess. We, that's why we need to talk about the shows before we actually do them. <laughs> well, we talk about like, okay, do we sound okay? Do we sound okay? We never actually discuss what we're, we're going to discuss. Well, we do, but and that's the problem is we don't want to we don't want to talk a lot about the show before the show. In fact, Jacob a lot of times will like material. he'll come between us and go save for save for the show, save for the show, because Ken and I will go off. But at the same time, prepping before the show is a good thing. <laughs> Typically. So we, yeah. we, we prepare on our own, and then we come here and hope it all comes together. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Bacon Sale. Welcome to Bacon Sale. Yay. Uh, I'm Kent. I'm Joel. <laughs> and Jacob. Joel's like, present yourself. Please, Kent. <laughs> go ahead. With with my hand gesture, I let you know that it's your turn to my speak. My name is Kent. <laughs> is that a question? Yes. Welcome to November. Oh, man. Right? What a Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> It was amazing. Probably. Probably. We hope. Uh, yeah, we're, uh, we recorded this before, and so it's a little weird to talk about non-Halloween on the week of Halloween. We're actually, I think, upset that we're not talking about Halloween anymore. It's a little bit upsetting. Wait, we're I, not talking about Halloween today? Not today. What the? I know. Guys, we have to reserve it. It's, you know, we have to just, we, we, we could talk about hol- Halloween. It's <laughs> Halloween year-round. Hello. hello. Halloween. Um, we could talk about it year round, but we we need to spice it up, you know, change it up a bit. Spice it up like pumpkin spice? Yeah, slam it to the left and then shake it to the right. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but it's November, oh. sort of. <laughs> so, are uh, really Spice World? Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, and you know, so we're going to try to do normal shows again, which is a yeah. bummer, but I think they'll be fun. I think we should normal for our, bacon sale. Let's our show now. We've been talking a long time. It's only been two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> There's still no Fine, Jake. explanation about the show. <laughs> go. Okay. okay, I'm gonna go. So we've actually hit around several ideas, and this one has come up a couple of times, and we found we started discussing it so much, we might as well record on it, and that is the most annoying fandoms out there. Yeah, and. So we're going to broaden it a little bit. So it's not just going to be the annoying ones. We're going to talk about the big ones and then whether or not they're annoying. And by big, we mean the, the large fans, the fans that are overweight, right? Yeah, That's what you meant. Yeah, like really Big bone fans. fans. <laughs> <laughs> no, sensitive, I, Joel. I feel like we're cutting ourselves off at the knees here because, well... This is kind of a geeky podcast, right? It is a very geeky podcast. In every show, we're like, yeah, let's talk about Harry Potter. Let's talk about Doctor Who. We have not and talked then, about Harry Potter except for when we killed him. Yet. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> did you kill him? Who killed him? Uh, I think I might have. I don't remember. You did kill Harry Potter. It's Merlin. So back on the Heroes podcast for those for the listener who's just listening and forgotten. The, the one. listener has listened already. Let's hope yeah. so. Yeah. But, you know, so every week we try to think of a nerdy discussion to talk about. And here we are. We're about to rip on the fan base yeah, but of most of them. Here's I think why, here's one of us works, is, though, is one of us is ready to rip on the fan one base. One of them always hates the other one. Stop touching my microphone, Jacob. Oh, sorry, it just looks so... No, don't caress it. That's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> don't touch my mic. Stop it! Gentlemen. Okay. Um... <laughs> All right, so what are we doing? So we're just talking about fandoms, right? Uh, yeah, are we just going to... Well, here's what I was going to say before Kay. I accidentally bumped Joel's mic, which was that uh, fandoms hate other fandoms. So, I mean, like, the Trekkies are going to hate the Star Wars guys. Not all of called. them, though. I, I, but, I, I find that some fandoms are perfectly fine coexisting, whereas other fandoms are like, mine's the best, ones, yours is the worst. Not true ones. 
<laughs> no, I mean, that's a good question. Jake saying not true ones. There is the casual fan. It's like, I'm just getting into this, and I also like this. Right. And then there's the hardcore people. Yeah, like, like, uh, like our PC gamers, right? Yeah. They're not going to say, oh, yeah, the Xbox is cool, too. Like, I'm really into that. They're going to be like, no, that's garbage. Why are they even playing Unless they're that? a casual gamer. Exactly, exactly. So, Which is where I lie in the middle of the road here, because I, I'm... Oh, you're a fence sitter. Well, no, it's more... Good to know. My personality is not fanaticism. It's <laughs> fandom. <laughs> Shame on you. Because, you know, I, I like, uh, for example, Mystery Science Theater. Right? I, I like Mystery Science Theater. And I own a lot of Mystery Science Theater episodes. Yep. But there are people out there who own every single episode, have seen every single episode, can tell you everything about every episode. And I'm like, I really like the show a lot. And I've, I've, I've bought uh, stickers from them, like for my car or, you know, I had a pair of boxers with uh, some characters on it back in the day. Yeah. But it was all kind of like, yeah, it's fine. It's fun. It's I'm a fan, but I've never really been a fanatic. So if I came up to you and started quoting lines from pod people, I'd know that that was a very popular one or Mitchell, for example, yes, another popular one. Uh, see, I only know Stop the popular going ones. mainstream mystery science theater, Kent. <laughs> see, I'm casual, <laughs> but I actually hate when people come up to me and quote things from things I like, and they go, oh, I guess you're not that big of a fan. But you've admitted you're not good at quotes. I'm not a big quote guy. You're, you're very good at uh, actors, actors and, and, directors and stories and, and that sort of like thing. That. Yes. And then I, I'm not as great about quotes, but I found that I am a little better at quotes than you are, but you're yeah. better at actors than I am, which is why we compliment each other. Oh, What's Jacob doing here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to make sure it doesn't get too weird. So just as a setup, as we as Jake introduces these phantoms and Joel and I rip on them, just Kent, to, Kent rips on them. Just imagine you're on an airplane. A really cool car that took off. <laughs> Jacob, why'd you make that sound effect? <laughs> and, and you're walking down the aisle, and you're like, "Oh, here's my seat. Oh, I'm stuck. Uh, uh, mid- middle seat." And then you look to the person to the left of you, and you're like, this is the worst possible person I'd ever want to sit next to on an airplane. So it's the because they cell. are you're sitting next to a bacon cell cast member. Possibly. <laughs> because they are a fanatic. They are part of the fandom of a certain genre favorite. Right. So you look there, and the way the scenario plays out, you look there, they're probably wearing a tire from... We're going with entertainment fandoms here. Yes. We're not doing any sort of social. We're not fandom. doing crossfitters yeah, like yet. Yeah, or vegans or anything like that, or political. We're, we're sticking to fans. And so they're probably going to be wearing some attire that shows them as the fan they are. And the question is, who would you rather sit by versus who would you not want to sit by? Yeah. And you're going to have to sit by this person. They're most likely going to talk about this they're during the flight. They're going to talk about it. Probably and so, the whole time. Probably. And so it's got to be who you want to put up with. So we came up with a list of fandoms. Mm-hmm. And Jacob's going to yep. jump through them randomly, and Kent and I are going to discuss what makes them annoying, what makes them not annoying, and in the end, we may even rank them. Are you <laughs> not all of them. Yeah. You know who I find really annoying? You guys tell me whether you guys do or not. I have a feeling. I know I know what you're going to say. It's those darn Whovians, right? They're like, oh, <laughs> the doctor. It. We're the starting, doctor. Out, we're starting out with Whovians. He's, he's not actually called Doctor Who. If he's called Doctor Who, then they're not really a fan. It's called well, the that's, doctor. It's a pretty big tell when someone <laughs> says, oh, yeah, when Doctor Who walks over here, it's just like, oh, you're not a fan. Okay, well. Yeah. <laughs> so, Whovians, the term has been used since the 1980s. And, well, as we did a whole podcast on this. Yeah, I like how the most controversial podcast and yeah. Jacob opens with, oh, by the way, that topic that a lot of you, including Blake, hated. Yeah. I mean, having talk talked to Blake it. recently, he said he still does not listen to that show because it's about Doctor Who. And he already turned this one off. <laughs> yeah, way to go. No, he liked my intro. <laughs> and obviously, I am a Whovian. 
Yes. I, I think it's kind of you're on one side of the fence or the other. There are very few casual people. I think Joel is close. Are you saying I'm unique? No, I would say you're a fence sitter. I'm saying you're gray. In the black and white world, you're gray. Joel's the one in my, you know, quoting that is correcting people for calling him Doctor Who instead of calling him the doctor. Joel's pretty extreme. He knows what Gallifrey is. It's not extreme. He knows how many doctors there have been. No, it's not He knows companions, names, and histories. That's true. It's way more than the average. It's not extreme when you've only watched each episode about once. But you've watched, what, eight seasons now? And you've researched it. But it's a fan. It's not a fanatic. Here's what I propose. I okay. propose that Kent is the guy you wouldn't want to talk to about, about talk to about Doctor Who, whereas I would be a person. Now you would we talk don't to need about. to call names here. I think we're going more yeah, general. Yes, we do, doo doo head. <laughs> <laughs> because this is someone this, you're an average person who may have heard of Doctor Who, and you're about to sit next to someone. Who they got a TARDIS shirt on? Yeah, maybe they have a little fez on their head or a scarf around their like, neck. Like, let's say they see someone in an aisle with a bow tie, and they're going to be like, "Bow ties are cool." And then they're going to talk about Doctor Who and the Eleventh Doctor and Amy Pond, and you're going to be like, "I'm so sorry. I hate your guts. <laughs> Please stop talking to me." Well, and that's my my thing with Whovians because I love I like I like Whovians because they're such nice people and it's such a positive fandom, but they're also a little too enthusiastic. One of the more enthusiastic, actually. These are like the Brazilians of entertainment. And, and one of the... <laughs> really? Oh, they're very... They're very they're so, <laughs> your last show, you hated on Irish people. It's not hating. And the now it's Brazilians. You ask any Brazilian, they're like, oh, yeah, we're in your face. We're fun. We're so it's always Carnival all the time. Well, you know, because I... Or Carnival, I, I whatever they call it. Portugal is very serious, very proper. And then yeah. we'd run into a Brazilian. They're like, oh, hey, how's it going? Hey. And I'm like, wow. By the way, Joel's doing flashes of hands in your <laughs> face right yeah. now. That's what it is. They're nice people. Doctor Who fans... Like me, we did a whole show on this because I wanted to. I wanted to preach the good word, and that's what they are going to do. They are going to proselytize and be in your face to an annoying level. But they need to understand that there it's a lot of sci-fi to swallow. 50 years. Yes, and there is so much history that yeah, if you turn the on the fire hose of information, you're going to lose anyone. You're not going to convert anyone to Whovian. You know what's also funny about Whovians is they hate change. Like, for example, Joel... Is like oh, I hate the sonic sunglasses. Oh, I hate the Spoiler outfit. Alert. And uh, it's like this is fifty three years of change the show has gone through, and you hate every single bit until you like it, and then you hate the next bit of change. You want to know why I hate it? <laughs> because of one word: tradition. <laughs> <laughs> I like tradition. I like when things are set up. I love the history, and so when they suddenly change something just to be cooler. I'm not a big fan. They change things all the time. They do, but certain time. things. I think like Joel staples. is actually kind of a hardcore Doctor Who I think fan he is. now. He is. He is. I'm not a hardcore yeah, Doctor Who. He's a Whovian. No because I watch the show and then I go to Kent and I'm like, I didn't really like this. And Kent's like, it's so good though. He was playing an electric guitar on top of a tank. That's awesome. It's freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he's not denying it. So, anyways, right. we could all admit, like, they're going to be in your face. Like, they're not going to stop. Much like our podcast, where I'm like, and I promised myself I wouldn't do it, but the doctor will change your life. You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> oh, good heavens. That's terrible. <laughs> okay, let's move That's what on I'm here for. <laughs> well, I think that just a message to all of you Doctor Who fans out there. If you're Tone going, it down? Yeah, if you're going to, to, to talk to people about Doctor Who, small doses. Just... Small doses. Don't they can't help themselves. It's it's too exciting. We're gonna play this later for Joel so he can hear it and take his own advice too. I'm not the <laughs> one throwing out a ton of stuff here. But I, I think that yeah, just small doses, I think it's gonna be really good if you want to do that. And if for you non Doctor Who fans out there, 
if they I'm ever, so sorry. If they ever start talking I'm to you so, about Doctor so Who sorry. and you want to shut them down, just say, eh, I'm more of a Torchwood guy. <laughs> you don't even know what it needs to mean. You don't, you don't need to know what it means. Just say that. That might end the conversation right there. <laughs> yeah. More references no one else will get, Joel. They don't, no, they don't need to. <laughs> yeah, Joel is hardcore. He is so they don't hardcore. need to. <laughs> like, I'm no, playing for the casual nature, and Joel's like, no, 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 no. Tradition. You're the defender it's of the It's like face, a fielder Joel. on the roof. <laughs> Why? Why is he Dracula? <laughs> it's Tevia. Reb Tevia. It sounds a little bit more like Dracula. He's from that area, Kent. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, are you ready for the next one? Yeah. In Anatevka. You know, you guys wrote this name. I'm not sure if this is really the name or not, but uh, Sherlockians. That is what they call themselves, apparently. Well, isn't there a fan base for Benedict Cumber? Family friendly. <laughs> Uh, that was a mistake. I can, I can, I can say that was family friendly. Kent, isn't Joel's there not saying it? Joel has left the mic. Now he's left the room. He's he's getting some soap. Isn't he's there, coming back? Isn't there? <laughs> there is. A, uh, can't, can't talk right now because he's got a bar of soap in his mouth. I know Benedict Cumberbatch has a large fan base. He does. But and I would say it's... about big people again, right? <laughs> yes. Very overweight people love Benedict Cumberbatch. And it's kind of interesting because it's over Sherlock, which is three seasons. And it, I guess it extends more into Benedict Cumberbatch. But... Yeah. Oh, Batch. I said Patch, didn't I? I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. You can't say Cumberbatch yeah, or Cumberbund. It just, it just sounds or like Cumberbatch. Or other things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but fun fact, uh, fans of the literary detective Sherlock Holmes are widely considered to have compromised the first modern fandom back in 19, 1893. And apparently when they killed off Sherlock Holmes back then, mm-hmm. they were uh, having demonstrations of mourning and stuff like that. They also created some of the first fan fiction as early as 1897 to 1902. Wow. So Sherlock has some history. And I think I, I do think Benedict Cumber, Cumberbatch has a... He's a fan base, obviously. Yeah. But I think it's largely due to his role on Sherlock. Because that's what put him in the spotlight. But people now see him as so dynamic and attractive because of that, even though he's far from it. Is he dynamic? And no, is, the character is, is. And people see him as the character yeah, because that's dynamic. what he does best. He seems to play the same role in a lot of the stuff he does. I would agree. I want to see him play a bumbling fool is what I want to see. You mean like Hugh Grant? Maybe, but not... I want to see him play Hugh Grant. A high, he could play in the uh, Hugh Grant story. A bumbling uh, fool with a high-pitched voice. That's what I want to see him do. But I feel like the Sherlock thing, is, it's this is where the fan fiction hordes come in. I feel like Tumblr was almost made for Sherlock. It just... And honestly, Tumblr's going to come into a lot of these conversations because it's just gifts after gifts. And that's where fans love to reside, is yes. on Tumblr. And I think that Sherlockians... I mean, we, they don't have much to go on because it's primarily based on the BBC modern version of Sherlock. Yeah. Not a lot of these uh, Sherlockians. I mean, some of them probably have read the stories, but it just seems like they're mostly based on the current seasons. And there's not much to go on. I mean, six episodes? Yeah. Nine. Nine episodes? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was just forgot the last season. We're in season four now. I'm also a big fan of Sherlock. And I will recommend this one to everyone probably over Doctor Who. Your typical Sherlock fan will be female. Mo- most of these, yes. in my research, I found the way to get a huge fan base and a loyal fan base is to gear whatever you're doing towards teenage girls because they will defend you to the death and claw anyone's eyes out that, that says otherwise. Yep. It's the weirdest thing. And they're violent. There aren't a lot of boy <laughs> fan groups. And I started to wonder why that is. Well, we'll get to one, which is, well, well there's historically one. primarily yeah, men. Yeah, that, that's the outlier. Yeah. For the most part, these are primarily female groups. Are you going to go see the... 
New Sherlock in theaters in January? I don't know if I'm going to go to theaters. Maybe, but... Sounds interesting. It's a yeah. darn good show. Eh, I'll see it on TV. I really like the show, but I hate the fervor that's been created because of it. The I think it's smart. The, the the fervor in cities, the urban fervor? <laughs> the urban urban fervor. Yes. All right, so how annoying are these fans? I wouldn't say they're very annoying. Not super annoying. How proselyte are they? I will tell anyone to watch the BBC Sherlock. It's a fantastic series. He just fangirled. He did. Just he barely. Did. But at the same he, time... His face went a little red. Well, just because it's a, great, it's a great mystery. It's well-written. It's clever... It's a very good show. See, but what would you even have to talk about? It's like, you know, you can't even talk about story, really, because it's hardly about the stories. It's more about how Sherlock and Watson go about this. Yes. Like, like guess you can't be like, oh, Hound of the Baskervilles is a great book, but that episode sure sucked. You know, it's hard to really talk about stories. Which no is big. sad, because that was but, one of my favorite stories. But when Sherlock was jumping off the building and this... I mean, I just can't imagine a fan being able to have much to talk about, other than the fact that they think he is adorable. What would probably happen is you would get in the airplane, you'd have your laptop open, you'd be scrolling through Netflix, Sherlock would be on there, and you'd pause on it for a minute and go, I've heard about that, and the person next to you Mm -hmm. would lean over and say, that's actually a very good show. You should probably watch it. No, that's not what they'd say. No, they'd say, oh my gosh, that is the best Best show ever! Yep, yep. Well, maybe you guys would. I think you just (laughs) said that. You just did, yeah. You're like, I will tell anyone to watch it. But I don't think they're annoying, because... The truth is, well, there's it's a great. I don't show. think there's much to be annoying about. I think it's big fandom over a very small thing, and it's not like you have to be in the know. You don't have to know the language or anything like that. It's like this is a mystery show. You know, mystery shows. This is one of them. That's all you need to say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So not as annoying as Doctor Who, but still, yes, annoying. Don't, don't mention the unattractiveness to a to a Sherlockian. All right. Well, tell me about the Gleeks. Good riddance. <laughs> <laughs> That's rude. I am so glad that Glee is gone. That was hard to say. Did you know this show lasted six seasons? Wow, that's six more than they should have. <laughs> no, 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 no. Season one, everyone was amused. Nope. Most people were amused. I gave it a shot. Was not impressed. Is it when they ruined every classic rock song ever? Pretty much. <laughs> I yeah. just I didn't like the characters. I didn't like the music. Like everyone had the CDs and they were all playing them. I'm like, this is like the kids' bop for adults. Yeah, And it drove me nuts. And then I, I saw another episode coming up. I think it was a Rocky Horror Picture Show parody. And I was like, I'll give that a shot. Yeah, Hated it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I've given this enough chances now. This is no longer a show I like. And then it stayed on forever. I watched season one and I kind of enjoyed it. I think we're hating on the show more than the fans, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but then it just got ruined. It became an after-school special. And anyone that really ties themselves to that show, really, what? What is there? It's it got so ridiculous, and these Gleeks would defend it like it needs to stay on forever. It's such a positive influence in my life. I can't wait to see what Rachel does on Broadway. Oh. <laughs> Which uh, wasn't that called Smash? Yeah, yes, and it got canceled. <laughs> yes, it did. But um, no, Glee is like Saved by the Bell, the new class, because they last like two or three years with the normal <laughs> cast, yeah. and then they get a new cast that nobody cares about. But Fox kept it on the air. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't understand why that show did as well as it did. Even even uh, uh, Jane Jane Lynch, Jane by Lynch, the way, Lynch, thank you, yeah. Jane Lynch. I like her as an actress, but I just I don't get it. I don't get why she was so popular, and, and she was the only part of that show she was that a good I could character. Right. I mean, that's why. Once again, I feel like I'm talking about the show, not the fans. But they would get so mad when anyone would say anything against it. Like I remember uh, a couple bands. I can't remember one specifically off the top of my head. I had it before, but 
they refused Kings to of Leon. Yeah. Well, there was another one, too, a more rock one. Maybe it was uh, Slash. I don't remember. Hmm. But they said, I don't want my music in the show. And the creator of the show and all the fans started ripping him apart. Like, how dare you? This show is so good and blah, 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 blah. And they got so mad at him just for saying, I don't want my music on the show, which I totally understand. I wish you remembered who it was. I know I should look. You'd respect him more. Yeah, I, as a person, I want to yeah. say it was Slash from Guns N' Roses, but I'll I would be up. really surprised if someone came up to me and they're like, "You guys talk a lot about TV shows, but you, have you ever seen all six seasons of Glee?" <laughs> and I'd be like, "What are you talking about?" I would not be afraid to insult that person and just probably walk <laughs> as, away. As well, you should. I think. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. No, the the exaggerated fanaticism for that show Mm -hmm. was just revolting after a while. Yeah. You know, like I couldn't stomach it. Like people still talking about it. Like that's still on. Like people are still into this. Yeah. Let it die. Let it die. Let it die. (laughs) How many people actually watched it from start to finish? A lot, Joel. It was just ridiculous. That uh, that's my point is it just, it made me, it made me, it bothered me that, that it was still on and people still talked about it when it, well after it was relevant. All right. Next one up is Swifties. (laughs) <laughs> Swifties! Which Joel insisted we keep on there because he's such a fan. She's a talented young lady. <laughs> I will say I'm not a huge fan of most of her songs. The, the ones that make it through to like the big ones, I like those. Yeah. I, I always say, dang it, I like another Taylor Swift song. But she's, What songs do you like? Um, I like that... Uh, yeah, name them. No, I know you got bad blood. That one, no, not as much. It's the one... Uh, so it- it's going to be forever... Or it's going to go down in flames. This not <laughs> That's the one. This yeah. not I love this <laughs> not by Taylor Swift. <laughs> really memorable lyrics she's writing here, I guess. Oh, so talented. <laughs> so talented. I can think of that one I can't believe. I cannot remember. The, oh, I'm going to get. It really doesn't matter. Anyways, incredibly <laughs> successful. Her concerts, you know, just kill. She makes so, so much money. Have you been to a concert? Uh, no. Heavens no. Okay. Okay. Well, you will. Joel? I know your oh, brother did. No. Blank space. That's yeah, your brother went. My brother went. Oh yeah, yeah he went because well because he his girlfriend watch, is going. Um, <laughs> no, the Swifties will defend Tay Tay and attack anyone who offends her. Is, they call her Tay Tay now or T Swift. That's what I call her. Okay, uh, she has a lot of power and a lot of sway. I'm yeah, not does. kidding. If she said, "Hey, everyone, go kill Nicki Minaj," her fans might do it. Yeah, you got to be careful with this. And power. she has an entourage. Like yeah. a very famous entourage. Squad. I really think... Squad goals. Oh, uh, squad. I think that there are a lot of T-Swift fans. I think there are a lot of Swifties among us because it's pop music. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of pop music fans. I feel like they are silent but deadly. <laughs> Swifties. Are you going to say much light? <laughs> no. But <laughs> that's it. I'll leave it there. I think they could... They'd, seriously, they are violent... They get very violent if people ever attack her. And oh, yeah. Twitter is the place to go if you want to just there was give a, death threats. There was a clothing line, uh, Bad Kids Clothing or something like that, and they created a, a, a T-shirt or a tank top that had a list of all her exes. Like, it's like, I have it right here. It says Jonas Till, Jonas and Till and Lautner and Mayer and, Go- and Monolith and Gyllenhaal, Gyllenhaal and Redemain. I don't know. It's Efron and Kennedy Styles. And they just made these as kind of a you know in joke to these are all the people she's dated. Didn't say anything about her, but apparently the fans just went crazy. And some were like, you know, if, you, if she sees us, that it'll make her cry. She's human too with feelings. Actual quote. So write a number one song about it. Yeah, pretty much. And then uh, you have no idea what Swifties can do, and you had no right to slander my reason for living. Is another quote. Oh my word. Uh, <laughs> Where's this one? Oh, where's the one that? Was- so what we're picturing is like a fourteen-year-old girl. 
Yeah. Who really likes T-Swift. And there's like, uh, Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Swift fans will not stand down. And so you should know the hate will not cool down. It will just get worse. Another one said, take it down or else. Oh my gosh. I know. And this is a t-shirt. Well, that one's For kind of vulgar. Not reading that one. artist. Yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. The, the Swift fans, I think they're like, I want to say like the Hulk, maybe <laughs> they're great. As long as you don't get them mad. <laughs> And then they will attack. <laughs> yeah. That's a good quote. They right look there. all tiny and little, and then yeah. they'll attack. Yeah. And they, they get mad at people for breaking Taylor's heart. Yeah. And that's really what... If, if they get together with her, they're happy, but as soon as they break up, they're the worst person But I feel world. like they have really twisted a twisted vision on what relationships are meant to be like. That they're going to be forever. <laughs> well, that they're, they're going to go down in exactly. flames. Exactly. Joel, you okay? I love those lyrics. Don't do that when I'm drinking water. <laughs> but like, I feel like they they know they're going to be betrayed at some point in their life, they, and yeah. that it's going to be so dramatic that they're going to smash his car or something. Yeah, and that always, I mean, that's a pet peeve of mine is when they show like you know them trashing cars for breaking up with them, or whatever. Like, yeah. that. I'm like, okay, breaking up with someone is not a misdemeanor. Vandalism is. Yeah, it's against the law, girls. Don't, what? Don't trash cars. Why can't they just shake it off? <laughs> Next, I like that one. All right, yeah, it's good. Good transition. There. Yeah, all Full right, circle. All right, let's talk about some uh, brown coats. Brown coats. Yeah, can't. Why don't you leave this brown, one? Nah, 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 nah. What, what the heck? So this is coats? a spinoff of the Whedonites from Joss Whedon. It's a subculture of Whedonites. All right, but this one I think is more specific and more ferocious. Brown coats are based off of the Firefly television series and the movie that followed Serenity. This movie, or this TV show, started in two thousand two. Went for, what, 13 episodes? Yep. <laughs> and, you know, Fox, you know, very infamously canceled it, like they do with, with most of their good shows. Right. And these fans, these brown coats, have never let go. Why do they call them brown coats, Kent? Because uh, Captain Mal and much of the crew were part of the ind- independence fighters in the show. So it's basically... They were the alliance. If you picture the Civil War, one wore blue, one wore gray. and this one, the brown coats were they one were of the sides. The rebels, essentially. Yeah. Yep. And lost. The whole premise that Joss Whedon said of, of the show is that what if the South had won the war? And that's kind of what they go with here. Obviously, it's set in the future in space and whatever. But seriously, great show. And I think the fans are great, too. I'm not going to say they're very annoying because they saved Firefly from an ambiguous ending. They gave us Serenity, essentially, because they were the ones telling Fox and telling Wheaton to get it together and make a, make something more of this. And they gave us a really good capstone project, which was Serenity. I think they're some of the most annoying. So's your face. Because <laughs> they, they wear their beanies, they wear their, their coats, they have their fake holsters. Like, they will never let this show go. It's been 13 years since the show was on. It's and a honestly, fantastic show. of Whedon's projects, the best? The one with the most potential, but the weakest season. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. So, I think, wait, wait, no, wait, I think wait, Firefly, no, no, I'm no, about to start a war. No. Firefly, season two, would have been incredible. Season one was like, hey, two really, really good episodes. That doesn't that doesn't make a good for a good no, season. Sorry, you straight into Angel now. You're talking about Angel. All right, hold on. Yeah, I know Are you're you hurt. Saying Dollhouse that was a stronger. Season? Oh no, okay, Dollhouse. <laughs> let's let's be honest here. He's talking about Buffy. He's talking about Buffy. Buffy is. Show. Oh, he said any Whedon project, so I'm holding him to it. Yeah, you should, but no, not Dollhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Although Dollhouse has two strong episodes in the first season, so maybe Dollhouse started out pretty good. But we're not talking about the show. We're talking so, about the fans. Brown coats. I think they are very annoying, and they they just can't let it go. 
It affects. It, it's almost entering steampunk levels. I don't think it's not letting with the it way go. that they I dress. Think it's not giving up hope. No, no, no. Giving up hope. You know, there's a time to give up hope when Nathan Fillion is has been on ca- uh, Castle for eight years. And these brown coats are still like, I hope there's a reunion. Maybe he'll be 60, but at least we can see Captain Mal again. Let it go. Wait, don't quote Frozen when talking about brown coats, okay? <laughs> these are good people. These are nice people. I mean, I've even dressed up as Captain Malcolm Reynolds for Halloween a couple of years ago. And That's I nice. felt great about it. Joel's a real super No, Captain Malcolm. There have been brown coat Captain fan Mal- films. People yeah. have made films based on this. Uh, one of them, Brown Coats Redemption, raised $113,000 for charity. Oh, These guys do a lot of charity work. touching. My heart more, three times. Which is more than I can say for Whovians or no, listen, 50s. If, if Doctor Who ever got canceled, could you imagine the rage? You mean the back, UK would just... Wait, back in the 80s? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, New Who. Because then everyone was like, please cancel that show. Please new cancel who? that show. It's New Who. Whovians probably do charity. I shouldn't say that. They probably yeah, you should. But yeah. You didn't even look? No, well, look. I, I look at the charity stuff for brown coats. I enjoy the mythology of Firefly and Serenity. No, you don't. But there's all, not all that much there. It was just going to great places. Are and you I think, kidding? I'm not kidding. And the fans... Why don't you, why don't you go watch a Marvel movie, okay? <laughs> We're going to get there, Joel. <laughs> but no, I think the fans are actually really, really annoying. No, and no, what, no, they've no. turned me off Firefly, you, actually. You, you're telling me you wouldn't want to sit next no, to I've, a brown coat? I've recommended Firefly. Like, I would let people borrow my season multiple times. You walk up in an airplane. You see a guy in a Jane hat. You're not going to sit by that guy? If it's if it's Adam Baldwin, sure. <laughs> Only if it's Adam Baldwin. If it's a guy that hasn't left his basement, <laughs> what if, what if he's wearing an undersized if, Jane hat. What if it's uh, Mon- Mon- Miranda Baccarin? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I think they're all cool. I think... I enjoyed them on the show. Great characters. You realize. Weak, weak show. You realize I've named some children after characters on Firefly, Firefly right? <laughs> I'm obviously playing an antagonist for a reason, but I do think it's kind of annoying. I'm stab you I think you're a hardcore fan here. Stab you in the back of the You head. named your kids after characters. No, it wasn't after them as much. I should clarify. Uh, my wife was pregnant while we were watching the show for the first time, and one of the names was said repeatedly, and we thought, that's actually a nice name, so we, we named our child that. It's Inara. not after them. Yeah, Inara Sarah. Yeah. We named him after we named her after a companion. <laughs> <laughs> so don't you think it's tapered in the last like I don't know, five years or so? Not if you go to a conve- convention. Well Can they're gonna have conventions. It's alive and well. I mean, how long has Star Trek been off the air? I think there's a difference. That's longevity. Yeah. As, as, That's in, in comparison, it was on for like three years. Three years, ten years, five years. Look at all the seasons, look at all the movies. Star Trek has sure they a history. Firefly. No, no, I'm talking any convention you'll see Firefly oh. Flans. 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 Oh, the <laughs> Which flans. is actually... Flans. No, Nathan Villian accidentally said Flans one time, and people have kind of adopted that as oh, really? a name for their fandom. We're, we're Flans. Yeah. Yeah. No, look, I love all the actors, but I do think the show it doesn't deserve that kind of fan base. Well, same with me and you. <laughs> I We have the listener. No. <laughs> you don't deserve the fan base. I do. <laughs> Aw. All right. Let's move on. Uh, let's talk about... And again, this has kind of been hit on a lot. Because everybody hates them already, so let's not go too long. But the Twihards. Oh, go. Like, Does it feel like they're dead? I wish. <laughs> let's, no. Let's you sound like a Swifty right now. Let's, they're let's still around. Let's talk about them at their peak. So, no. Well, even now. Even now. Twihards, which is the fans of Twilight, are so annoying. So, so annoying. Wait, you still think there's fans that are still proselyting? Yes, Twilight. because recently... Uh, what's her bucket? Stephanie Meyer came out with an yeah. idea that she's doing where she's going to gender swap the books and re-release the entire series. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to go through this all over again. And I cannot stand 
the diehard Twilight fans. I'm not talking people who like Twilight because I know some people. I like some people who like the Twilight series. Really? I, I question their judgment, but I like them. No, I feel like this is a but black they, or white sort of thing. If you like the series at all, you you may have a problem. All right. Of all the people who've uh, in here who have read the books, they Kent, can't see Joel raise raise his hand I right now. Read, Joel's I not didn't raise his hand. Books. Neither am I. But I think Kent is. So there Kent's we go. Raising his hands. But no, Kent <laughs> Kent admits the flaws, and that's what it is. The diehard Twilight fans who won't, who can't, or won't admit the flaws that, and will get offended if anyone else does. That's the people I can't stand. So, I, truth be told, if I walked into an airplane and I saw a grown forty year old woman wearing an I Love Edward or Team Jacob shirt. I don't want to sit next to them. As an example, I remember when the final film was screened, Breaking Dawn 2. And I was sitting there. It was a huge crowd. And, well, the critics section were men. (laughs) But that's about it. There were about, I would say, 30 men compared to 250 women. Right? And these are little girls or teenagers. These are moms. The the fan base for Twilight Hearts for me is anyone from teen girls to moms who aren't happy with the type of intimacy they receive. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's specific. (laughs) Be it none or just unsatisfying. Uh, Because Edward, he'll sit in in like a a prairie and just, you know, touch your face, caress your face. Don't caress my face. (laughs) Stop caressing my microphone. Stop caressing my face. All right? (laughs) Okay, so I went to this screening, and there's a moment at the end where there's supposed to be a giant fight, or you you hope there will be a big climax for this. And there is. And people start ripping off heads. Werewolves are being torn apart, and I'm watching this movie going, because I read the books, going, this never happened in the book, but I love this this is incredible and this is the ending that this I series needed i was needed. editing this show so i could just have edit kent together saying twilight i love, love this, this. <laughs> but i edit the show joel <laughs> and i was sitting there and i'm like holy crap and everyone is looking around the theater all these women were like what is happening because nothing happens at the end of twilight where did this come from this is risky and i'm going this is so cool this is so cool and then they all of a sudden do the reveal that it was a vision and that's it and I Spoiler went, alert for a dumb movie. And I went, boo! Burns. Boo! And you hear 30 people saying, boo! Because they took away all this cool death that happened. And then you hear 250 women go, yay! Everyone's <laughs> fine! Everyone is fine! And I go, that's the difference. These people are so into this. I hate, I hate vampires. Yeah. Vampires. That's another vampires? They call themselves, some of them call themselves vampires too. But, but I, I feel like they're dead. I feel like this is... It's never going to die. It's really? Gonna be, if they're going to keep bringing it up, it's going to keep happening. And it drives me nuts, especially when these when these twi uh, moms or whatever they call themselves. Yeah. The older women. Twilighters. They sit there and say, well, you know, it's okay because, you know, technically Edward is like 100 years old, so it's not creepy. And I'm like, the actor isn't. All right? So grown women should not be biting their lip at Edward and they should not be pawing at Jacob. See what I did there? <laughs> hey, I, I like had, it. I had that written down so I could use it. You're team Jacob, right? Well, are we talking Jacob in the room? Yeah, Jacob in the you room. Decide. I'm sure. <laughs> I would say yes. I, I, if I had to, to pick, it would be Team Jacob. So maybe if they're wearing a Team Jacob shirt, I might be a little more inclined to sit next to him mm-hmm. because he was obviously much less abusive than Edward. But And there have been accounts of Twilight people. Like I was looking up stories of Twilight people attacking people who've said anything against Twilight or Stephanie Meyer or what? Edward or Jacob, physically attacking. Oh, no. I don't know how many of them are true, true. Like these aren't like news reports; these are stories yeah. people have told about when they've said something against Twilight in a you know like a high school cafeteria, and a group of girls have attacked them and beat them up. 
I feel like if you meet someone like this, they may not say much about Twilight. They may just have this sad desperation in their eyes while they're waiting for Mr. Perfect, who is either (laughs) Mr. Darcy, Edward, someone to watch them sleep. And I feel like you'll just know them based on their... Darcy never watched anybody sleep. (laughs) I'm saying of the perfect fictional man. A 49-year-old woman put an entire, a full-back Twilight tattoo. It looks like the book. And she's 49 years old. I'm not sitting next to that woman on the plane. I just think if you walk into a plane and you have a book, they're going to be like, oh, you know what book is good and like doesn't get enough credit? New Moon. (laughs) (laughs) Next. (laughs) Next. Oh, my. All right. Well, let's just jump on then to uh, the the bronies. (laughs) Yes. Let's jump on to the bronies, shall we? (laughs) Ride, brony, ride. Do you know any history on this, Joel? Of bronies? Yeah. Well, for those of you who don't know, bronies are from My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. Yes. Keep in mind that My Little Pony, colon, Friendship is Magic is different from the My Little Pony of the 80s, the old kids cartoon. There are no fans of the old My Little Pony show, unless you were a four-year-old girl. (laughs) Yeah, it was really geared towards girls, whereas My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, it's the modern version, and I have to say it's a fun show. Joel is a brony. I'm not a brony. I think you're a casual brony. I don't think I'm a brony. Who's your favorite uh, My Little Pony? Fluttershy. It's Fluttershy. Okay. But (laughs) obviously Pinkie Pie is the best. Keep in mind I have Pinkie Pie's awesome, but Fluttershy's better. (laughs) But keep in mind that both Kent and I have young kids. Yes. Which is why I don't even know what bronies are. In fact, I said when Joel wrote this down, I was like, bronies? Or it's not brown. Is it brownies? (laughs) Exactly. Bronies. Oh, my gosh. I, I like the show. I get the appeal. I like watching it, but I I don't watch it on my own. I don't dress up. I don't go to conventions. That's why I'm not a brony. So this actually started in, it was right after the show premiered 2010, Friendship is Magic. A bunch of guys on 4chan, which is just a really dicey website, they went there. It's a giant forum. Right. They went there to make fun of the show. Like, they're like, hey, let's make fun of this really stupid show. Let's watch it and, you know, make memes. They turned out to really like the show. It's a fun show. It's got clever com- comedy. And there's a Doctor Hooves in it. Yes, there is. <laughs> what? And that's where I start to hate things. This is why... If, <laughs> I don't think you'll ever actually know that you talk to a brony. Like, say, unless he's in, in full costume when you go Unless he's dressed like a furry. Because <laughs> that's, that's the hardcore level. Yes. Is a furry. Yes. But no, there are conventions for bronies. There is a documentary on Netflix about bronies as yep. well. I don't know if you ever want to watch it because then it will be in your your viewed history. Well, <laughs> but and, still, and I would say that Brony generally refers to male fans, but it's also applied to either gender. Gender, although there are some women. Either gender, that was yeah. Either okay, <laughs> <laughs> Freudian. Uh, but they're actually adult women have called called themselves Pegasisters, which isn't as cool because Pegasister just sounds like they're trying to mesh together. Whereas Brony, that works. Does um, work. The brony two, works from two the brony. Formal <laughs> surveys revealed the average age of adult fans is around 21, that approximately 80%, 86% were male, and that 63% were currently pursuing a college degree or higher qualification. No way. Wow. These aren't, these aren't like in their basement kind of people. These are actual productive members of society who happen to like a cleverly written show. That's what my cutie mark is telling me. <laughs> you have a cutie mark. <laughs> so what, what's the age demographic for My Little Pony? Like, what's the it, It's range? a kid's show. Like, okay, have, if you've ever watched Phineas and Ferb... No, I haven't watched any kid's shows, but like... Powerpuff Girls? It's from the writers of that. Six laboratory or something like that? Or like I would say nine-year-old. No, I'd say... I, it goes down to six. Like you, my, my okay, my six-year-old likes it, too. My five-year-old yeah. and six-year-old love it. But, but they don't get every joke. No, and that's, that's, the, that's the best part of it. Like, I love watching Phineas and Ferb. I would actually watch Phineas and Ferb any day of the week. It's the same kind of thing. It's just clever comedy disguised as a children's show. 
And it's obviously very simplistic because, you know, they're learning lessons in each show and stuff like that. But they, it really is an entertaining show. Didn't you get creeped out when they made Equestria Girls, which is the ponies, they yes. become human-type girls? Yeah. And I'm like, this is getting perverted. They travel through a magic mirror. And that's... that's, <laughs> Why is that's that Joel, no. By the way, Joel, tell us about your magic mirror. What? There's, I'm just saying, you know, you're about to go into brony territory where you'd no, be the no. annoying person to talk to. No, it's just we brought up Equestria Girls. Yeah. And that's when the ponies go through this magical mirror and they go into this alternate universe where they're people. And that's where I draw the line with bronies is when they start talking about how attractive... The ponies are because and what we're ponies. not talking about is the dark underbelly of the brony world. Yeah, which is they make art. What? Very interesting art. I have no idea what you guys are referencing. Don't even let's don't not go there. But I would say I would sit next to a brony. They seem they're good people who appreciate good comedy, and if they're in full costume, that's going to make some, for some great conversation. <laughs> right. I guess that's it. Yeah. These guys are kind of reserved on this, and I'm guessing. No, I I'm scared. <laughs> I would be scared. You wouldn't sit next to a brony? No, I would be scared. They would like follow me <laughs> and murder me. Says the guy who does ghost hunts. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's not like bronies right. are going to follow you home. <laughs> They're going to go back to their convention where they were dressed up for. All right. I'll also, go to the next one. Once again, Fluttershy rules. Pinkie Pie all the way. Yeah. It's like Fluttershy, then Twilight Sparkle. What? Then then probably Applejack, <laughs> then probably Pinkie Pie. <laughs> oh Fourth <God>. place? <laughs> Me and, and my daughter are so Rainbow, mad right now. Rainbow Dash. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's a lot of names to know, Joel. All right. Uh, the next one is actually a show that I'm a fan of, um, which I didn't know they even had cool names for them. We've got the Wayward Sons slash Salt Gunners. And this is for Supernatural. In fact, I'm going to put a little plug in because I watched the most recent episode last night. Mm -hmm. And it was all told from the perspective of their car. This sounds amazing. It was actually pretty cool. <laughs> that, 11 seasons. 11 seasons. And they did that. Yeah, 11 like, seasons. Seems like they're talking, running out of ideas. A talking car? No, no, how no. wacky. No, no. Here's why it's amazing. Is I first one was like, okay, how are they possibly going to do that and make this interesting? But they did. That's actually... so. I'm a fan. I'll be the fan on this one. Okay, but go ahead, Joel. Tell us. Full disclosure: fans. You guys have watched all of Supernatural. Yeah, I've only seen a season and a handful, so I'm not well into this fan base. I think the fan base is possessed. Personally, you see what I did there? Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, uh, they're that a little obsessed. Weird. And granted, the the ratings on this aren't great compared to other networks. It's shows. a CW show. It is, but the fans keep it alive. And once again, primarily women and primarily teenage girls. This is the Tumblr show of all Tumblr shows. There are so many gifts of Sam and Dean just doing faces that don't mean anything. So many what? Faces. No, so many what of Sam and Dean? Gifts. What's gifts. that? Oh, they graphical. Give gifts. In- they give them gifts? Is that what it is? Oh, G-I-F? Gifts. Oh, GIFs. GIFs. GIF. Really? Okay. Are you? Re- this is like nine shows ago. Just saying this, the creator it's called it a GIF. It's a GIF. Oh. oh. The creator doesn't understand English. The creator, like, you know, like that they mentioned in Noah? That creator? Yes. I was going to say, you mean God? And it shall be called <laughs> GIFs. Thou shalt call it GIFs. Why didn't he use a J then? Huh, that's weird. That's weird. Like, like the know, peanut butter? Like, oh, I like, wish they made supernatural oh, peanut butter. Right. Why are we talking about this? Way, don't, don't give any peanut butter to a giraffe, because that would just be weird. Nope. They, they can't no. do it. Nope. Because Why don't they spell giraffe GIF. with a J, guys? No. G-I-F. <laughs> cut off the conversation. <laughs> G-I-F. <laughs> What are we talking about? Supernatural. All right. Supernatural. Team Jeff. This. <laughs> team Giff. 
This is only a show. I, you know, I'm sorry. The the fan base, those those memes, those gifts are only for supernatural Chips. fans. They don't go outside at all. They're not. They're not inclusive at all but i've seen a couple of those uh gifs that are actually quite funny and i haven't seen the show really it's just dean dean going i want more pie and you're like that's hilarious it's this one where they both have their mouths open they're both like (gasps) (gasps) like back and forth at each other and for some reason i find that gif completely hilarious (laughs) (laughs) so it's cute that you say gif (laughs) i know me too it's the way it's intended it's wrong peanut butter that's all i think of Honestly, there is so much to this show. There are now 11 seasons to talk about someone. I would actually be willing to sit down with someone because you could even talk about urban legends because that's how the show started out Mm -hmm. or theology, which is what it's kind of become. Mm -hmm. But I I hate the internet supernatural fan. Yeah. I hate them. Why? Because they're everywhere. They spread their memes and gifts everywhere. Keep your gifts to yourself. I like when people give gifts everywhere. Spreading gifts around the world. <laughs> All right, you done? No. Nope. <laughs> tell, tell us you have some more facts on the fan base troll. Oh no, no, I, I really didn't want to get too much into it because I started digging into the oh. fan base and it started giving me spoilers. Oh, one reason uh, why I hate the internet fan base is because they draw Sam and Dean together and their brothers, and they draw them together intimate like. Why? No. No, they even talk about it because the show's so meta that they'll even talk about the fans doing that in the show. Yes, uh, and the and, and the Sam and Dean. No, the internet's show. a dark, I'm dark stop, place. I'm stopping, I'm stopping there, watching this there's show. There's even an episode where they're like, uh, somebody's telling Sam and Dean about this, and they're like, "What? You're talking about we're brothers?" And they're like, "Read between the lines." Yeah, and, no, uh, true story. And, and the brothers are like, "What? No." And so they even address it because anyway, this is taking a weird turn. No, no, no the show. Can we move on now? No, the show's. Meta I'm feeling uncomfortable. The, the, I need to call you my young fans. men's leader. They have their fans in. I think we have to move right into anime. Anime. I have okay. to follow that with anime. All right, sure. Because anime. that's what the kind of art I was talking about. If you see Sam and Dean ever making out, it's so weird. That's gross. it's it's an anime version. That's gross. In anime fans... Why have you seen that? Have you really seen that? I, I've never seen anything. Where do you go on the internet, Kent? Yeah, he's in weird places. You... <laughs> anyway, uh, anime... Google Images is a dark place. <laughs> anime are actually called otaku. Yeah, when you type in Sam and Dean Anime kissing. fans are called otaku, apparently. Yeah. Kent's Google search history. Anime, Dean, and Sam kissing. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, it wasn't my fault. It's on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but uh, otaku is what they call fans, but apparently mm-hmm. people don't like that term because it means an unhealthy obsession in Japanese. And that's what they call people who have this obsession with with anime. These guys are the type that know the difference between anime and manga, which I didn't. Mm-hmm. But I did, I did look it up. But I want to tell a story real quick that I was doing a show uh, at Quickwits, and at one point I mentioned anime. I said something, something, I don't even remember what it was, but I said something, something anime. And, and this guy in the audience goes, it's manga. And I just stopped the show for a second, pointed to him, and I went, let me guess. Single, right? And he was. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> it was a little jab. But just so you know, anime is apparently animation and manga is comics. Like still images versus moving images is like one of the main divides. It doesn't matter, Joel. It honestly doesn't matter. You just became a casual anime fan by explaining that to me. <laughs> yeah. I have known and I know Jess from my other show. She is very Radio big. Ronin. That's doing Radio a, Ronin. A live show last week. <laughs> last week. Yeah. <laughs> Jess is a huge anime fan and she'll be like, guys, I cried today. Because my favorite anime series ended. But she will preach about this. And she will tell me to watch shows. She's like, you like fantasy and sci-fi? You should watch a show. And I'm like, I will. Ne- I promise you I'll never watch that show. Because I can't tolerate A, the animation, the dubbing, 
the slow plots the followed dubbing. by the crazy action scenes. The, the dubbing, I, I just can't get behind the mouth. It goes bop, 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 bop. And they're like, I went down to the store, and then I walked across the boat, and then I ran across this water, and then I did this and this. And I'm like, oh, wow. That's... And I'm always surprised by who's a big Dragon Balls fan. Dragon Ball Z? Dragon Balls. Like, it's, I, I, it's Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z is the best one, though. No, well, Dragon Ball Z. I just put the Z at the end of Dragon Ball. But then you have Dragon Ball GT and uh, Dragon Ball GT. Once again, and, casual fan over here. I know he's really nailing it. No, no just, but I'm, there's like I'm Naruto, well and then there's the deep. There's the deep stuff. You can get just weird with it. I would say basic is like Akira, Cowboy Bebop. I haven't watched either one of those. Okay, and there's fine stuff out there, but. It's really inaccessible to most everyone. It's a hard one to sell. If I saw someone wearing anime attire or dressed up as an anime character, I probably wouldn't mind sitting next to him. What? I, I don't know if I'd like Me? it. But... I would put on more layers of clothing because I think most anime fans are perverts. <laughs> I think it's like... Oh my like, gosh, that's a great it's the, quote. It's <laughs> the, make it so quote. <laughs> it's the fine line of like, hey, this is cool that everyone's androgynous uh, to perversion. Okay. You credit Kent on that one, not just Bacon No sales. wonder you have such issues with anime. Like, even anime-like things. Like, I've tried to get you to watch Ana- the... Avatar. Airbender. Yeah, Avatar The Last Airbender. Which is American anime. It's not Most really hardcore anime. anime fans would not oh, claim they, it. If you call that anime, they yes. get mad at you. But even the appearance of anime has turned you off to a that A little show. bit. And I think you need to get There was a chance. time in high school when I tried to draw anime, and I'm like, no, this... This no. is actually why he hates you Pixar You and well. Emily. Emily, if you're out there, and if you're the listener, remember, you said you were going to watch it, too. I'll eventually watch it. You let me borrow it. You have two no, of the my way books. Their storytelling in Avatar Last Airbender is very American, it which is. I appreciate because, well, it's cohesive. It makes sense. Whereas, well, it gets sorry. Little, I'm it, generalizing in a big, big way. It is because anime is such a wide net. Yes. Like there's so much out there, but it's a hard sell. And I think most of it's gross. A lot of it is. A lot of it's about school, Japanese schoolgirls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's just funny by itself. <laughs> Perverts. <laughs> No, I'd be worried if I sat next to someone who I knew was an anime like, fan. Like, note to self, Kent thinks Japanese schoolgirls are gross. There you go. <laughs> not cool. But I'm not going to say anything else because I don't want to be the, the pervert. <laughs> yeah, I'm setting you up for that one. Yeah. Too late. All right. Um, okay, let's go to the Harry Potter guys, the Potterheads. Potterheads. Potheads? Yeah. Potterheads. I mean, honestly, that could have been a category. It really could have been. Do you guys like, realize? Like, no, weed is the best. Hey, legalize, legalize Griffins, man. <laughs> do you? Do you realize that it's been four years since the last movie came out and eight years since the last book came out? And it still has such steam, right? You can still have a rabid argument of Gryffindor versus Slytherin, and it's just the way it works. Which is funny because Joel and I are both Slytherin. I'm not a Slytherin. You are Slytherin. That's another show. That's another show. Let's get into it because this is about fans. We decided to take it, the test, the official Pottermore test. Which is a place where fans can go. That's why oh, I think no. this, this series still thrives and the fan base is still going and strong. And it's still going very strong. Yes. And we took the test of, for the sorting hat and it asks you, like, I don't know, seven questions mm-hmm. and then tells you what house you belong in. And you pick a wand. You pick a wand and you pick an animal, but that's getting into nerdiness. No, but that's part of the quiz. Right, but it doesn't matter because... It does matter because you got, when Joel got under the sorting hat, this is so geeky. <laughs> He and I both got, <laughs> and you guys, the listener it, may guys. be surprised by this, because I would picture you being a Ravenclaw or Gryffindor. I'm a Gryffindor. You're a Slytherin, and oh, so no. am I. No. I think, Jake, you're a Ravenclaw, right? Yeah, Ravenclaw. And then Joel was like, hey, I don't like this. I'm going to go to Zimby or BuzzFeed, and I'm going to take a comprehensive <laughs> no. hundred question quiz about harry potter your honor no and and he's like yeah (laughs) i got he took it four times and he got yeah i got gryffindor confirmed i'm a gryffindor because no but i mean i'm obviously exaggerating but you were so 
dead set on not being Slytherin, which is why this fan base is so weird. Why do we still care about this series that hasn't been around for okay. years? All right. That's your time's up. Joel, <laughs> respond. No, I'm actually speaking for Joel. No, my response <laughs> is this, is that the Pottermore quiz gives you like seven random questions out of 30. So there is a quiz out there that has all 30 questions. And after taking that quiz, I was like 72% Gryffindor. And the next highest one, I think, was Ravenclaw, like 50-something percent. So much like Harry Potter, when he had the sorting hat on and said, not Slytherin, not Slytherin, I have chosen not to go with Slytherin, would, and I am a Gryffindor. Would Joel be a hardcore Harry Potter fan? Oh, That's my well, question. I don't know. No. Once once again, I own all the movies. I own do? A, a bunch of the books. I want to get See, I don't think the movies are all that great. Control. I think the, the movies I, are good. I'd rather own all the books because I love the yeah, books. Yeah, the books are good. And I'm listening to well, them. The, but I've really only seven. read them once, maybe twice. And so, but I'm not, like, people know all these random little facts about it. And that's the person, truthfully, if I saw someone wearing Harry Potter attire on a, on, on a plane, I'd be happy to sit next to him. Yeah, Joel's more, but he's more of, I say you're more of a what if they or a uh, Doctor Who fan. Than what if they said, it's, it's more Harry Potter. I think more Harry Potter. No, no, but proselyting wise. I think, I think you wouldn't want to sit to him, if you if sit next to him, if they said, yeah, I got scored a Hufflepuff. And you're like, we have nothing to say to each other. <laughs> I'm not sitting next to Hufflepuff. Boom. No, I, I, I like Harry Potter fans. I think they're fun. I think they're they're out. They're not outgoing, but they're very personable. And I think you know who I don't like. What J.K. Rowling? Yeah, she's kind of because she doesn't stop. She, I mean, I know she's feeding this need for Harry Potter news. It feels like every time the spotlight seems to inch away from her, yeah. she does something to call it back. So guys, I'm doing a play. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm writing a book under another name. And just, I, I feel like J.K. Rowling, she's riding that Harry Potter train as long as she can. And good for her. She's making money, and I'm not. But, yeah. But I don't think Potter fans are annoying. Uh, there's actually a fan base of Harry and Hermione shippers that thought they should have got together. No. And they call themselves the Harmonians. Oh, God, stop. True story. Oh. That's the thing. <laughs> These, we're talking about general fandoms. Each fandom has an offshoot of an, of an offshoot. Oh, yeah. One of the things I think we need to discuss is the annoying nature of the name. Because, you know, Potterhead's fine. It's kind of lame. It, it's a little lame. Could it be more creative? But then you get, like, Twihard, and I'm like, what are you doing? You're taking Die Hard, yeah. one of the greatest action films and Chris, greatest Christmas films of all time, and turning it into something awful. Don't do that. Make your own name. yippee ki mother. <laughs> <laughs> really, Ken? <laughs> really? Literally, mother, because Twihards are usually moms. God. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he meant the whole time. It really is. It wasn't just me editing myself when I looked at you. Good heavens. <laughs> All right, let's let's go on. Why Unless do you guys I do have some podcast? other final Harry Potter thoughts? Although I will say I'm seriously impressed that they are still such a strong force. And I think so it will continue because it's not a flash in the pan. This was Apparently this not. is a well thought out series of books yeah. that turned into a well executed series of movies well and we're talking required reading in yeah. schools now like that's crazy and i i really do think uh, jk rowling did her part of reigniting a love for reading for a lot of kids that True. didn't care for, for it before yeah, and i good. hope that we find another series like that in the future yeah except one that's not about devil worship <laughs> yeah <laughs> way to go jake way to be that person <laughs> all right all right let's jump through a couple more of these yeah uh let's talk about the directioners which is a stupid name, by the way. Stupid you mean like uh, Martin Scorsese, Steven Spielberg, yes, all those? <laughs> yeah, uh, Quentin when I Tarantino. First saw that I was like Directioners. Directioners. Like, okay, so they yeah. are the uh, One Direction folks. 
which One Direction's a band that was created on a reality show. Yeah. In case you've been living under a rock. The voice. The know. British voice. They came out of nowhere. All of a sudden, it was just like, boom, One Direction's the biggest thing. And I'm like, since when? You Who know are what? these guys? I still can't get over Zayn leaving the band. Get off my lawn. Since the greatest song ever. Story of my life. <laughs> then we drove her home. <laughs> it was fantastic. You know, Directioners are much like Swifties. Maybe a little bit worse. I think there are I death threats. Uh, there have been many things going around on Twitter and Instagram that maybe hoaxes, maybe not. But one girl said, "I will kill my dog right now." Unless, I, like, break, I read that too. Break yes. my dog's neck unless the you unless you guys follow me. It was a joke. Okay, it turned out to be a joke, but still, it, it upset <laughs> That's a lot a of funny people. Joke, I think, but like people are getting <laughs> it's a funny joke. People are getting full face or full back tattoos of Harry Styles' face. Uh, like this one girl is copying all of Harry Styles' tattoos. Like every time he gets a mm-hmm. tattoo, she gets one just like him. Like she's, te- she's teenage- forty-seven years old. Oh my gosh! Teenage girls live or die based on what what Louis eats for brunch. Yeah, and if and when Zayn left the band, yeah, there was uproar. Wait, hold on a second. Can do you know these names already, or did you look this up? And I names, I knew I knew Harry Styles because that's such a made up name. Yeah, yeah. Like he was in Teen Wolf and Teen Wolf Two. <laughs> I know Zane because Zane left oh, the band. Man, good reference. There you go. Zane left the band and everyone was sad and I think they're mad now, but I'm not sure. And I knew a guy named Louis is, <laughs> because he used to host Family Feud. I'm pretty so, sure Louis Anderson is one of the band, one of the members, you right? did. Louis. Yeah. Wait, Styles, the Styles was Scott's friend. I forgot that. Okay. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's just now. way more than I know. And I'm just wondering how you picked that up casually. No, but the problem is, is these it's popular music. It is. And I think Kent loves them. But the fans... They give him goosebumps. They're, they're so gullible. There's been pranks yeah. pulled on, on on these poor fans. Well, they'll say, hey, One Direction wants you to do this, or One Direction wants you to do that, and they'll do it. Let's say, for example, they'll say, okay. hey, hit yourself in a frying pan for One Direction, and this is something they, got, they want, and you'll see videos of these fans hitting themselves in the face with a frying pan for one direction except this isn't a real example that's not a real example the one i saw was not on the same note if i could just transition over to believers are we jumping into believers can i do that jake yeah we're we're good on time so in much the same these fans are crazy and mostly they're crazy because well the guys in one direction aren't total jerks really you don't hear much about them yet yeah justin bieber is canadian he is straight up Canadian. <laughs> no, Canadians are nice. That's why I think it's so weird that, I mean, generally speaking, Canadians are known for being nice. And he's just this cocky little He's jerk. a twerp. Let's he just is. say he's a twerp. And, you know, everyone's like, but he's so talented and look what he can do. How do people still like him? No. I, you know? It's, no. I, maybe I don't understand, it, understand was it, was pop it, music. Uh, was it Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon? One of them did this late night thing where they went out and interviewed girls in the street. Oh, I love that. And they gave them fake news. Like, yeah. uh, uh, Justin Bieber recently was arrested for punching his grandmother in the face. Urinating on the American flag. Something like that. And the yeah. girls would be like, well, you know, he probably had his reasons. And I'm yeah. like, are you kidding me? Yeah. No, that so. Was a great fake news bit. At this one time, this, uh, this site said that Justin Bieber had cancer. And so Twitter, they told everyone on Twitter who was following them, saying, go shave your head because Justin Bieber has to go through chemo. Oh, no. Thousands of people shave oh, their heads. Oh, my gosh. No. And then it went even further because everyone's like, that's funny. Look what these fans will do. So they said, look, he's smoking weed. You should cut yourselves. Yeah. 
to stop him smoking weed, like make an impact. Yeah. And so people were sending pictures of sliced wrists saying, cut yourself uh, for Bieber. It's just, it's impressionable young girls. And like the management team, Justin Bieber's management team, they make an effort to mobilize the fans to do something like skipping school to meet Bieber at an airport. Yeah. So while, you know, Whovians and brown coats and bronies are doing all this charity work, basically the believers are just skipping school. Like they're organizing to skip school. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous, and I know we're if this ever gets out there, we're going to get so attacked. <laughs> They're yeah. dangerous. Oh no! Yeah, don't I would say of the three, I yeah. think they are more dangerous than Swifties or Directioners. Yes, definitely. Sure. All right, let's go to uh, oh the, oh I forgot. Sure. I wanted to bring this up because apparently there's believers and apparently there's boy believers. Like they distinguish themselves because the majority is is female, but they uh, have called themselves boy believers. They couldn't just say boy believers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sounds weird. Boy That's like German boy believers. Boy believers. Boy believers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I just think it's kind of funny that they distinguish themselves that way. I don't know why. It just struck me as odd. All right. While we're on the mu- music train, though, let's go over to the Little Monsters, which is the Lady Gaga. Fans. Little Monsters, which uh, Little Monsters? Where are they? There they are. Oh yes, it's a 1989 comedy drama film starring Fred Savage and Howie Mandel. <laughs> <laughs> well done. I love that show. Uh, Lady Gaga right, gave dude. this name to her fans at a concert in 2009. They call her Mother Monster. They do, Ew. and so she's called Little Mon. <laughs> they're called Little Monsters. Does and Lady basically, Gaga still have fans though. No, screen? yeah, no. She's on American Horror it's Story. Insane. She has. I think she's one of the most followed people on twitter if i remember right oh that's just because they haven't unfollowed her yet you know i actually didn't know much about this fan base until i drove through salt lake city on the night where she had a concert concert at the e-center or energy solutions and the people walking the streets it was like my halloween nightmare you mean the vivint center whatever it is now (laughs) the people were walking around were like wearing boas giant high heels the most neon of neon colors you could find little i was monsters. a little disturbed well and, and what she says is that they're mostly it's for outcasts like her people are the people that don't fit in and um which is funny because they have littlemonsters.com, which is the first official so, show, first official social network devoted to fans of an artist but the funny thing about it to me is it's this social network for outcasts but apparently you have to request it you have to request to be invited <laughs> To even get into it, yeah. to see anything. Well, that's weird. And it's like, hey, outsiders, let's see if you're cool enough to get in. And here. I'm sorry, I think that's all advertising. Like, she is a number one Billboard artist, and she's saying, oh, yeah, my fans are outsiders, not general pop music yeah, fans. But, you know, Stephanie, she needs that. <laughs> is, is her name Stephanie? Her real name is Stephanie Gaga. Gaga? No, it's not Stephanie Gaga. I'll look it up real quick, but I know it's... Gallegos? Yeah, I heard her real name before. It was super boring. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's great. Boring. Well, it's all performance, obviously. No wonder she changed it. It's Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanata. Isn't that Dot's name on the Animaniacs? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) What? If I saw, if I saw, like, can, if, you, if you saw one of those little monsters sitting on a plane seat, would you sit next to him? One of the people in the neon glasses and all that? Yes. I don't know if I would. They probably wouldn't talk. Because I'd be worried at some point during the night, some blood would start pouring out of their mouth. Oh, no. Because they have blood capsules in there. <laughs> and then they would, like, you know, rip off their clothes and they'd be, you know, covered in meat. Like, something like that. Yeah, if it was bacon. <laughs> I'd sit next to him. Bacon like, sale? Ah. You smell good. <laughs> <laughs> smell like bacon, little monster. You smell real nice. <laughs> mm, are like we them. the creepy ones now? Yes, we are. Yes, oh, we are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, well, let's go on then. Let's go to the Game of Thrones fans, which I guess don't have a name. They do, actually. Uh, they Throners. Say, no. <laughs> Throners? There's no official name, but people call themselves the Brotherhood Without Banners. 
Kind of like the Doctors Without Borders. I've seen people call themselves the Night's Watch. There's the Book Watcher, or sorry, Book Walkers, and they are people who have read the books and also watched the show. So they're the elitists. They're the annoying ones. And they're the unsullied who haven't read the books. (laughs) Oh, wait. And are watching the the TV series. You also forgot the animated GIFs. They're in there, too. Oh, those don't exist because (laughs) that's not English. Maybe that's a language in Game of Thrones. Could be. Game of Thrones people are, well, it's current. Yes. I do think... Which makes them more obnoxious, Honestly, the books have been out for over 20 years, and you didn't hear anything about this series until it became popularized by the show. Right. And once the show ends in three years, there may be another book coming out, but I don't know if it will have the staying power of Harry Potter. No. Things will be compared to the show and to the book. I thought they called themselves Songs of Fire and Icers. (laughs) Yeah, that's really, really nice, concise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, These people are all about... Well, spoil... I'm one of them. I mean, I'll preach about the show, but only to a select amount of people because, it's well, very, it's a dicey show. It's a very slim window I can recommend this to because I, I watch it edited, but yeah, it's you're very, always trying to tell me to watch it's it. It's very, right? very choppy, and I'm like, I can't recommend this to people because it's just it's, – it's, it's hard to watch. There's a lot of violence, a lot of things I don't like. I would be fine sitting next to someone that said, hey, yeah, we're both caught up to this point. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about what's happened to the show. But if I talk to a book reader who's all – well, actually, you don't know the half of it. I saw when this person died, and that that was different than in the show. But I feel like a lot of book the, the book people have kind of lost a lot of their like steam since came. we caught up. Yeah, should I bring that back? Yeah, yeah okay. Like that one, yeah. But once once the show caught up to the books, they really don't have much to say. Yeah, and that's where we are now. Well, the shows diverge from the books, right? Like, yes. quite in, oh, I, dramatically. I hate, like after every point. episode, I'd look up IMDb and look up trivia, and almost everything was like in the book. It was actually Hartford uh, Merriweather who killed Benjamin forthwith. But being a current show, it, it's shareable. I don't want to sit next to a Game of Thrones fan. I do because then we're like, hey, when so and so died at the end of this season, oh my gosh! And then you can talk about how you reacted, and I think. It is a shared experience. I've sat because next it's to current. a Game of Thrones fan, a Game of Thrones fan, and they spoiled so much for me. Okay, that's bad, and that's the problem. But those people are morons. But th- I would sit. Ne- <laughs> I'd be the one. I'd be sitting next to them, and they're like, "Hey, you're how far are you? I'm this far. Oh, it's great. When so and so dies, I'm like, I'm not that far. Yeah, and I'd be spoiled. So yep. I wouldn't sit next to them because they're yeah. full of. Spoilers. I would because it's yeah. Yeah, we have that in common. Up. The yeah. fans yeah. are dark and full okay. of spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll end on that. I thought you <laughs> Uh, all right, let's go to Star Wars, and then, and we're going to talk Star Wars and Trekkies kind of at once. And Star Wars and then Trekkies. Star Wars casual fans is everyone on the planet. Let's <laughs> be honest, much. right? Pretty much, everyone's like, "Yay, Star Wars!" Hardcore fans are people who are all about the expanded universe, and they know about Neg- who we're talking about. Mega Dragon. Really. They know about the Sith race. Yeah, and I feel like there are so many different offshoots, but I'm going to say the hardcore people who defend everything that George Lucas has ever done. Even the prequels. called morons. Basically. Also, yeah. I'm glad you said it. People who will not... I mean, we've done this show before where I'm like, poo-poo on the Star Wars. And everyone's like... That's, that's exact quote from the that's old exact show. Quote yeah. From, yeah. Everyone's like, <laughs> Ken's such a hater. Why do you have to hate it? It's, I'm just trying to be the devil's advocate because everyone is so on board... And once it that goes you can't say anything negative. Once it goes mainstream, no, it's Ken's out of the boat. That's and that's that's, that's the opinion of everyone. They're saying what? you just hate it because everyone likes it. I'm like, but why can't anyone say anything? this is like People going against the church all the time? <laughs> it's like the Catholic Church is going to send you a bowl and excommunicate you if you say anything bad about no, Star Wars. Because you, people say bad stuff about Star Wars all the time. Now I, I will distinguish here. If I see someone wearing a Star Wars shirt, I will probably choose to sit next to them. 
because I like those people. Those people that grew up with Star Wars, that love Star Wars. I want to talk. I, I want to say basically, next to but a twist, and then they're like, "Hey, man, those Gungans, right? Those Gungans are freaking awesome." <laughs> no one says, and those then Gungans and then are you'll awesome. be like, "I can't sit here anymore. Like, I would rather be dead than sit next no, to a have prequel a fan." Debate. Okay, so they may not say that, but they will say, "Well, in the book, nope, in and the that's the dr- that's where I draw the line." Or no, if, there's a lot of lines here. Then no, because that's if uh, there weren't. You'd want to see someone wearing an Empire Strikes Back shirt, and then you'd be fine. Sure, but if they're sitting there reading one of the books, because the book fans. Are a little bit insufferable, yeah. Because hey, guys, that's not canon anymore. If you go to Star Wars Wikipedia or Star Wars Pedia, whatever they call it, you'll notice that there's a uh, what do they call it? Official site and then like a non-canon site. Or it's like mm-hmm. canon and then legacy or legend yeah. or something like that. They've removed all of the books from canon, and so everyone's out there going, "Well, you know, uh, what was what was that random Nega Dragon? No, the the character you brought up in the Star Wars pitch. Mara Jade. Yeah, Mara Jade. I'm like Mara Jade doesn't exist. Boom, mic drop. See, but I feel like I wouldn't want to sit next to you either because you, you know, want to sit next to me anyway. Because <laughs> I'm over there saying Jif, we do Jif, a podcast. We do a podcast together Jif, every Jif, week. Jif, Jif. Just to say, if you guys were on a plane together, it would be just like the podcast. We'd be yelling at <laughs> each other pretty much plane. every uh, time. Sir. That's the problem. The podcast actually spawned because of walks we'd have where we would just talk about things like this. Yeah, and I would secretly try to record you guys and you wouldn't let me. Jerks. <laughs> I'm generally okay with casual Star Wars fan because it's everyone on the planet. I'm generally Akbar yeah. okay with All it right, too. All right, so Trekkies. How does it's Admiral Akbar. I know. I actually... Fail. As soon as I went that, I'm like... And I it. just became a hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's Admiral. He mm. was promoted in the, <laughs> the year YBE 70. <laughs> <laughs> Dan? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wish we had Dan in here to tell us about the... But I feel like... What, what's, the, what's the race? Parsecs. The parsecs. That's, not, like, that's not a race. Not, no, that's the no, rate of speed or time no, or distance. Because he knew it wasn't actually a speed. It was actually a measure of distance. A Kessel, it's a Kessel run in 12 parsecs. I don't Stop even want to go here. <laughs> because I want to say, and this may be the segue, is I feel like Star Wars fans are less annoying than Trekkies. Why? Because I feel like Trekkies... It's kind of the same thing with Doctor Who. There is so much information. They just want to turn on the fire hose and shove, you know, Deep Space Nine, like, in your face. Yes. And that's that's a problem. Star Wars, there's a commonality. You probably know enough that you've maybe seen the original trilogy, trilogy once or twice, right? Trekkies, they'll tell you about the, the Trade Federation and the Ferengi trade routes in Deep Space Nine, and you're immediately glazing over. And maybe maybe that's it. Maybe that's the problem is that... There's too much information. It's a it's a different language. There's so much backstory. You're not in on the joke, mm-hmm. so you can't relate. And that's maybe the why it's more annoying. I, I I actually watched the documentary Trekkies. I liked it. I thought it was a very good yeah. documentary. And, and I think the Trekkies are generally nice people, but I just think like they're a little more kind of exclusive, maybe. And yeah. they're like, I know more than you, so I'm better. Whereas Star Wars fans are like, Hey, cool. You watch the movies? I watch the movies. You love the movies? I love the movies. Now, a funny story is that some say that Trekkie is a uh, derogatory term, and they prefer Trekkers. In fact, Gene Roddenberry, the creator of Star Trek, said the word Trekkies to describe fans of the show, and he was corrected by a fan that stood up and yelled, Trekkers! And Gene Roddenberry replied... To the creator? To the creator. (laughs) To the creator! And he responded with, no, it's Trekkies. I should know. I invented the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Mike drop. That's what I'm saying. That's He's like, hilarious. shut up, you nerds. And I, I, I fully admit, I've seen maybe four of the movies, five of the movies, and I've just barely started original well, series. I would say Star Trek, for as long as it's been around, is Have still kind of niche. 
Hmm? Have you seen Next Generation? Though? Nope. Oh, I thought you had. And Next Generation is actually when the Trekkie movement was really popularized. And right. they, they took over conventions. I mean, they almost made conventions what they are now. Would you rather go to a Star Trek Rightly convention so, or a Brony too. convention? Oh, uh, Star Trek. Because, oh, no, there are the same amount of men there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I wait, just so, thought of that. Wait, are you only going to conventions for the ladies? <laughs> That's exactly what we just heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. See you at TwyCon. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Cougars. Oh, man. Go, oh. no, no, okay. Meow. Attending, which would you, <laughs> attending, which would you rather go? Tw- uh, a, no, uh, Brony- this is a hard question because... BronyCon or a TrekCon? Yeah, what kind of men do you want to go hang out with? <laughs> men in furry suits <laughs> or men Just with Spock data. ears in really strange... <laughs> I can't do it. Pick one. Oh, Honestly, out of curiosity, BronyCon. There you go. Which would you rather be in a panel at, where you have to speak on a panel? BronyCon. Really? No, I, I don't know. Cancer Brony! Uh, to see panels, it would be Star Trek because there are actual celebrities involved, not just voice actors. Oh! What I meant Slam that, by on that? The voice acting community. <laughs> Nobody knows that artists. I hate you, Frank Welker. <laughs> the voice of my childhood. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, he looked up when he said that. <laughs> Creator, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, we're we're low on time. Let's hit these other ones. Let's yeah. you guys have any final like you know mic drops? No, that. and I think for the most part, except with the exception of like Beliebers and throw Twilight, us throw I'm, us two more. I'm okay with okay. most of these. Uh, well, let's let's do the gamers. Now, I wrote gamers down, and Kent said let's make it the subcategory, the PC master race, which I really like because the PC gamers are kind of elitist. Now, for about 25 years now. There have been there's been a rivalry between video game consoles, whether it was Nintendo. I mean, there's Atari and all that, but the Super Nintendo Nintendo and Sega Sega Genesis. Yeah, and I was a Genesis guy, and we always fought back and forth. And then the next generation, Peter Gabriel's awesome. (laughs) The next generation was the PlayStation, the N sixty four. Yep. And then that went back and forth, and no one could really be Sega Saturns over in the corner going, "Hey guys, guys, please before I go broke." (laughs) And then. It was the Xbox and the PlayStation 2. And no matter what it's been, it's always kind of carried over. There had to be a war. Meanwhile, oh, and by the way, this is carried on to the Xbox 360, yada, yada. Meanwhile, you have the PC Master Race sitting there in the corner like a Bond villain, folding their arms <laughs> going, ha, 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 mortals, my graphics are so impressive. And that's what they still do. They say, oh, you guys can have your consoles that are already outdated, and I can build my own PC to play these indie games that really don't need the graphics that I can provide. I don't like PC Master Race people. Really? No. Hmm. And we work with a lot of them. Joel, <laughs> uh, you're just going to well, no, be my, political my, here? My, no, my, 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 notes, my notes say, yeah, you know, PC versus consoles, let Jacob and Kent rant. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, because so I'm a casual gamer. I, I, I own a Wii, and that's the only game system I own. Ugh, I know. It's disgusting. We have kids. It's fun for them. But... I get to borrow a PS4 occasionally or a PS3, and I get to play these games like Arkham Asylum and Arkham Knight and Arkham City and Arkham yeah. Origins and all those. <laughs> and Arkham everything. Arkham! And, uh, well, and the, the Nathan Drake ones, too. Uncharted. Uncharted. Thank you. Um, and I like playing those, but then I'm done, and I'm like, okay, I'm good. I, I, li- I like games with a beginning, a middle, and an end. And that's where we differ from PC Master Race, because it's generally network games. It and might be a... Constant online game. That's, it might be a... It's all about online games. Which is yeah. fun. Some people really like that. And that's a multiplayer. Yeah, and, and I used to play... Like This is jumping into World of Warcraft stuff, but I used to play Warcraft 2 a lot. I was just yeah. going to loop that in, actually. I love those. I love that game. You know, Look, die, jug, jug. Yes, my lord. attacked. <laughs> 
Yes, my lord. I love that game. But then when I got to World of Warcraft, I'm like, ah, that's that's not me. I and, don't like games that go on and, and on. And people on. sink months of their lives into these games. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Months, if not years. Years. And it's fine. Like they, they, you know, I have friends and, and family even that like to go and do these online gaming things every night and. They make a good point. You know, what's the difference between sitting down and watching a two-hour movie versus sitting down and playing two hours of games? There's really not. In fact, the gaming is a little more interactive. It is yeah. more interactive. But I've never, I've never gotten to the PC versus console war. Well, here's, here's the thing with the PC versus console. PC, they're right. They're going to have better graphics. And I've done both. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I really do understand both sides of it. The trouble is, is the PC version is it's just limited in a different way. They don't have a lot of the fun games that I think are fun that consoles have. Uh, and because they're elitists, you know, it's just not as, uh, what's the word? Inclusive. Yes. You know, and so, yeah, the consoles are just more fun. Like, you're not going to be able to go play Uncharted, which is an incredible series, and the PC gamers never will. They're basically elitists with carpal tunnel syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Of course, nice. I, have, I have also said I really like a console, which our friend Alex, who's a huge gamer, yeah. uh, says, well, I, I have a controller. Um, while I PC game, you know, but yeah. still, you can't have all the same games. No. So, yeah. Yeah, this letting, rant, letting you two rant thing is kind of boring, so let's move on. <laughs> yeah. um, Thanks, Joel. How about we end on, on the big one? On a big one. Okay. How about we end on DC versus... DC fan, fan, fanboys versus Marvel well, fanboys. pretty much all that's left, so... Yeah. Okay, yeah. so Marvel fanboys, for the most part, I would say, is similar to Star Wars. They're, they're casual, for the most part. It's just, honestly, for me, it's the Michael Bay... It's, it's a mix of the Michael Bay fan base... But they like smart and funny scripts. So they want explosions. They want a blockbuster. But they want some some fun. They want some humor there. This is there. Marvel. This is Marvel. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the casual fans for Marvel do the research on villains or lesser known characters. There's like, hey, movie, show me what you are and entertain me. Mm-hmm. Hardcore fans are just mad that they're like, why can't we see X-Men joined with, you know, the Avengers and that when sort of Spider-Man thing. When is Spider-Man going to join the Avengers? And they're like, obviously, that's Thanos why from the Infinity War. Why do we get all the Infinity War. Stones? Whereas DC, sorry, Joel, and I'll let you talk in just a second. No, you won't. They're apologists who do their homework. I think DC fans are actually a little bit more loyal because they have to be. They do have to be. Because right now, like, they they have to be apologists. DC is rocking TV, though. Oh, no, and that's the thing. I think DC fans are like, yeah, you guys make billions of dollars in the movies, which we don't have all that many movies out, but we've got TV and we've got cartoon movies. Yep. And that's that's kind of where the war I like, happens. I, I feel like DC; um, those are the stalwart fans that hold onto the classics and don't get swept up with all the hype. Yeah, but they're very excitable. Like you don't bash on Superman, <laughs> you don't bash on Batman. Well, you know? Okay, you and can- I think DC fans are also they know Batman is the best, but they usually cling to a C lister on purpose and do the research, like Shazam. And they're like, I know Shazam's or entire Aquaman. history. Because or Aquaman, be, who's awesome. No, because they're trying to be Kents. <laughs> they're trying to be Kents who are like, I don't like the mainstream. I'm going to go with this random character. I'm going to be hipster DC. That's how I feel. Because Superman, great superhero. Fantastic superhero. And everyone nowadays is like, well, but yes, yeah, Superman, whatever. He's, he's kind of weak. I'm like, he's the greatest superhero of all time. Yeah. Even a lot of DC people will apologize for Men of Steel, and they're like, "You're right, Marvel well, fans." That's you know, understandable because Men of Steel because they're was very good. they're very casual. It was okay. but me being a hardcore fan like that, like I cling to that movie. Well, and I think Jacob brought up a good point where he said, I, "No, he said I think most of the DC fans are Nolanites. They are that they like the Batman series, which is a fantastic trilogy. I would say they like depth with the week ending. I would say they like depth and Johnny you know, depth. Johnny depth." <laughs> 
Well, I mean, he's, it's obviously a standout in the DC universe. It's but I, Nolan's trilogy. Yeah, and it's it's a great thing. But I feel also Marvel fans are like, finally, we get our time in the spotlight. Yeah, they're pretty okay. Finally, people know who Iron Man is. Because they've been clinging to him no, for no, so no. long. No, no, no. I disagree. I think hardcore, maybe. But I think most people are going... Finally, wait, who's Iron Man? Okay, I guess I'm supposed to like right. him now because he's hilarious. About, I'm talking about the Marvel fanboys who who were kind oh, okay. of the pushed fanatics. aside. Yeah, they, they were pushed aside for so yeah. long. Like, yes. oh, we have the X-Men cartoon. That's it. But then finally they get this moment, and now it's mainstream, and they're loving life right now. In yes. fact, they're getting a little smug. Oh, absolutely. They're finally getting their time, and they're yeah. like, mm-hmm, Marvel, mm-hmm, And I'm like, yeah, but Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. That's like the trinity of superheroes. Literally the trinity. And if you you can include like a Spider Man, I don't think you that's mean literally. Fine. No, yeah. they call him the Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're uh, they're uh the not Trinity. Literally a character. They're in one the Matrix, of. Kent. They're one of the Trinities. <laughs> Creator. <laughs> and I, it's been a lot of those. It's a blasphemous show. <laughs> yeah. But I I do feel like Marvel's having its time in the spotlight, and good for them. But I do think that uh, DC fans are going to have their time soon too. And yeah, I think in March. But the truth is, Random if month. I walk onto a, a, an airplane and a guy's wearing a DC shirt or he's wearing a Marvel shirt, I could get along oh, okay, with Okay, so there's a guy on one side that has a Marvel shirt. Captain America, the other for side example. Has a DC shirt. Flash. Which has side? A flash. Which one are you going to go sit by? Which side has the most ladies on it? <laughs> you sound like me going to a convention. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, I probably good. won't sit by the guy who's wearing a Captain America shirt. No, I, well, I pro- I Just kidding. Like, I totally would because we have a lot in common. Can't. But- can't. Keep in mind, the guy yeah. wearing the flash shirt could be a fan of the Big Bang Theory. Oh, oh no! Don't make me pick Captain America over Flash. You're gonna have to you pick. just did. Because if you sit down, he, he looks over you and just goes, "Bazinga!" Oh, you're done, uh, ma'am. Ma'am, I'm gonna have to uh, get another seat. You're not safe with a DC shirt. I'll go sit with the luggage downstairs. <laughs> we should have done uh, Big Bang Theory fans. I no. We, we will someday, yeah. and it will be okay. a so mess. That's that's all the groups we that's talked it, about. Yeah, and we've gone on pretty long. So thanks for staying with us this whole time. Uh, should we should we talk about the most annoying? I mean, should we yeah. go through this list? Like, and if you guys can do it really fast, let's we, we let's can't let me, let's maybe do the most annoying. Let's say okay. the most annoying. All right, I've it's drilling the, to the yeah. one group of fans. Joel, you go first. The one, one group that if you if you saw them on a plane, you would not sit next to them. And I have to say, if I saw someone on a plane who was wearing Justin Bieber attire, I would not sit next to them. That would be my most. They seem to be the most rabid and the least helpful just, fans. Just say their name. The Believers. <laughs> I don't or believe the boy the Believers. Yeah, and the, and the Believers are the Boy Believers. Boy Believers. But that's what probably What if you were single annoying. and there was a girl about your age, really attractive, but she was wearing a Justin Bieber t-shirt? I would like, look at my wedding nope. ring and think of my no, love. What if you were single? single? Hypothetical. Hypothetically, if I was single and she was... No, no. I don't want to get... If she's obsessed with Justin Bieber and she's in my dating age range, mm-hmm. not happening. Yeah. Because she's got some mental problems. These, these fans. He like, looks at her face. He's like, oh, nice. These fans. The looks at oh, her chest. Crap. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> these fans uh, will get mad at people for saying anything bad about Justin Bieber. And they also get mad if any girl catches Justin Bieber's eye. They will also unleash the wrath on them. These are not people I would want to mess with. And so, therefore, I would not want to sit next to them. All right. Let's hear your runners-up, just without description. It'd probably be Twihards and, oh, I don't know, Twihards and Directioners. All right. Kent? The most annoying, mostly disturbing would be anime fans, if I, as I have said. <laughs> They'd be wearing, like, jackets based Japanese on Akira. Japanese are gross. <laughs> Kent taught me that. 
<laughs> I can't even go there because I want to be like, no, they're hot. But no, we are not saying that. You just said it. You said it. I didn't say things together. Yes. <laughs> you can't. You can't put the pieces together. Anime fans are a little weird, and they are more than willing to tell you the plot of entire series that you will never, ever watch or even remember. I'm okay with some anime like Miyazaki and that sort of stuff. Miyazaki's great. Miyazaki is great. But that's about it. I cannot watch entire series. So, yeah, that would be the one that I would totally avoid. Sorry, Jess, <laughs> who I do a show with every week on Radio Ronin. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. We're gonna- uh, honorable mentions, believers for sure. Obviously, Marvel fans, hardcore Marvel fans, because wow. casual people I can deal with, I deal with them every day, and I try to change their minds. He just deals with them. <laughs> but uh, uh, That's funny. And uh, for the listener out there, our rabid fan, thank you for listening. And, yeah, that's our fan base name. Yeah, the listener. The listener. We're going to go yeah. with that. But uh, thank you for listening to us. Please give us a rating or a review on iTunes. We love to see your comments there. We love to hear you talk to us uh, or write to us. I guess we don't hear you talk. We don't have voicemail or anything like that on Facebook or on BaconSale.com. We're also on Twitter at BaconSale. And you can find me, Joel, at QuickWits. Uh, they perform every Saturday night at 10 o'clock at the Midville Performing Arts Center. You can look at more information at QWComedy.com. You can find me, uh, Jacob Rogers, uh, on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers. And uh, to follow up on Joel, I think you should send us a video. Then we can hear you. And see you, and you can tell us yes. about... Defend uh, your fandom. If, yes. if we've offended you in any way, defend your fandom. Yes, defend I, I fandom. hope we didn't. Or oh. jump on the bandwagon against other fandoms. And seriously, if we forgot someone that's in this category, let us know who they were, because yeah. I bet we missed somebody that's super annoying. Yeah. So, all right. Oh, and if you want to find me on Instagram or Twitter, I'm Kenny3DD. You can also uh, go read my movie reviews at ShowtimeShowdown.com. So until next time, this is Bacon Sale. Spice it up like pumpkin spice? Yeah, slam it to the left and then shake it to the right. No, don't caress it. That's just weird. (laughs) Stop going mainstream, Mystery Science Theater, Kent. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I hate your guts. Yes, we do, doo doo head. It's so good, though. He was playing an electric guitar on top of a tank. That's awesome. It's freaking awesome. Overweight people love Benedict Cumberbatch. Gear whatever you're doing towards teenage girls. Oh my gosh, that is the best! (laughs) Best show ever! I always say, dang it, I like another Taylor Swift song. So it's gonna be forever, or it's gonna go down in flames. Let it die, let it die, let it die. The Swift fans, I think they're like... I want to say like the Hulk, maybe. <laughs> they're great, as long as you don't get them mad. I think they're some of the most annoying. So's your face. Twilight, I love, love this. So grown women should not be biting their lip at Edward, and they should not be pawing at Jacob. Let's jump onto the bronies, shall we? Ride, brony, ride! That's what my cutie mark is telling me. <laughs> you have a cutie mark. Where do you go on the internet, Ken? Yeah, he's in weird places. If you, I would put on more layers of clothing because I think most anime fans are perverts. I think most of it's gross. A lot of it is. A lot of it's about school, Japanese schoolgirls. Like, note to self, Kent thinks Japanese schoolgirls are gross. <laughs> Literally mother, because Twihards are usually moms. And I hope that we find another series like that in the future. Except one that's not about devil worship. 
You're a Slytherin, and so am I. Justin Bieber is Canadian. He is straight up Canadian. If this ever gets out there, we're going to get so attacked. Mm, are we the creepy ones now? Yes, we are. Yes, okay. we are. Yeah. Oh no, there are the same amount of men there. Sorry on my Promoted in the <laughs> the year YBE seventy. <laughs> Wait, are you only going to conventions with the ladies? <laughs> That's exactly what we just heard. <laughs> uh, mortals, my graphics are so impressive. They're basically elitist with carpal tunnel syndrome. Sorry, Dolan, I'll let you talk in just a second. No, you won't. It's a blasphemous show. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine you're on an airplane. 